Hey, what's going on, guys? You are listening to Shed Dogs, and welcome to the Dog House. We're coming at you with another two-part doubleheader extravaganza here. Um, basically, the weather here in Kansas has been shitty, and we've gotten a lot of snow this week, and I've been working a lot of overtime, so I'm real late, and I'm doubling down, and it's all right, because spring break is here, and we're ready to fucking talk about some fights and get ready to pick some fights for tomorrow night. So, um, let's get into this shit. Um, so we're going to talk about first, um, the main event or the card, I should say, um, Covington versus Masvidal. And we're going to get into the main event there. Um, Colby does what he does and smothers the shit out of Jorge. And other than, uh, Jorge landed a big old right hand in the fourth round and dropping him to a knee. Uh, it was Colby's fight. I mean, he just dominated him with the pressure and the wrestling and everything. You know, we kind of all expected that, but, you know, I mean, Jorge didn't, you know, get his ass, you know, he didn't get pummeled. He, I mean, he definitely got, you know, outworked and out hustled, but he didn't, you know, get completely sp- he didn't get he didn't take a lot of damage i guess you know he didn't get completely you know molly walked <laughs> but um uh, colby's got this beef going on where he's trying to start this beef with dustin poirier i'm not about it you know fight someone that's in your own weight class dummy um <laughs> i'm not a big Kevin fan i mean he's a great fighter but I, it's, what are you doing why are you trying to fight a lightweight um but i mean he really doesn't have I mean he's got options but he's not gonna fight Usman for the title neither is Jorge they both lost to him twice in a row um I want to see either the winner of him and or the winner of Hamza and Gilbert Burns um I think obviously that'd be crazy whoever you know whatever the outcome of that is is gonna be nuts and then if they have to fight Colby, there we go. But um, another guy who I was thinking of, um, Sean Brady. He's, you know, I don't think Covington takes that fight because, I mean, Sean Brady's, you know, not the – he's a tough dude and a good fighter, but he's just not that not that name, you know. But uh, I'd like to see that fight. I think that would be a tough, tough matchup for Covington. But I don't see it happening, but I'd love, you know – I, I think that's the that'd be a good fight to make, but um, he looked good. His whoever he's gonna fight next is gonna be a big deal and it's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, as for Jorge, I mean, you know, this sucks, but he didn't get this like you know beat down and he didn't, you know, he's still Jorge. I mean, we there's lots of outlets you could do. Um, you know, we could do. The Nate Diaz rematch, or um, I kind of want to see the uh, rematch with him and Wonder Boy. I know that fight wasn't really exciting, but I think they're both in different places now. I think that that could headline a card and be a lot of fun. Um, but a big thing that everyone's talking about too that could happen is him and Connor. Um, Connor hasn't been talking. I mean, Connor's been talking about how he's getting a light or, you know, it's shot at the lightweight title when he comes back, but, um, which, you know, it could happen. It's Connor. He does what he wants, but, um, yeah, him and Jorge, that'd be big money and that'd be a lot of fun, but I kind of want to see the Wonderboy rematch. (laughs) 
you know, I don't know why, but that's just the fight I want. Um, anyhow, we're going to get into the co-main event. Um, RDA demolishes Hanato Moicano, who did come in on short notice. But, um, man, this was an ass whooping. You know, props, big props to Moicano for taking this on short notice. And, you know, going all five rounds. I mean, he took a ass whooping. There's lots of people out there saying either the ref should have stopped it or the corner should have stopped it or the doctors, you know, because he was just getting really beat up in there. But, you know, he toughed it out and he, you know, he made it to the end. <laughs> you know, I, I, you know, I wouldn't have mind seeing it, you know, corner throwing the towel or something, but hey, you know, that's all their choices. He could have given up too, but he didn't. He chose to carry on and finish the damn fight <laughs> i'll quit mumbling um so yeah i, I want to i think they should relook the physio fight i think that was going to be a lot of fun this really showed that i think too i mean i know this was late notice but rda is still a top dog in this division in my opinion um maybe him and connor you know connor you know connor needs a fight i think he wants to come back soon um, they were supposed to fight years ago and they're both in a lot of different places now, but, um, that or, uh, maybe Gregor Gillespie, I was thinking, um, we haven't heard a peep out of him. I don't think he's got a fight booked, but, um, you know, he's up there in the division, he's high ranked and I, that'd be a good test for him. Um, as for Hanato Moicano, you know, Give him give him some time off after this one for sure. But um, if you're matching him up, I kind of want to see maybe him or Bobby Green. I know Bobby Green's name recognition shot up there recently, but I think that would be a good fight between those two. Or um, a guy who's been really impressing me lately is um, Encarnacio uh, Bahamundes. He's just been looking crazy, and they're both tall, crazy strikers. I think that would be fun. Um, next fight, we, uh, man, I called this one wrong. <laughs> Bryce Mitchell does his damn shit and, you know, just puts a whooping on, uh, old Edson Barboza. I mean, I mean, I love Barboza. I'm a big fan. That's part of the reason why I picked him. You know, Bryce is a damn good fighter, but anyhow, um, I was wrong on that one. Bryce, you know, I thought he might do his damn thing, and he did it, and he's gonna do that against anyone that he fights, really. He's just a fucking battering ram, and he's gonna grapple the shit out of you, and it, but he, you know, looks good on the feet, too. He's definitely improving. Um, I'm thinking either him and Giga Jakatsi, or the winner of the Caceres, uh, Sadiq Yusuf fight, which I think is on this next card, actually, but I can't remember. Anyhow, but yeah, I think, you know, he's rising up there. A lot of guys are booked right now, but there's lots of good matchup at 145 for him. Um, as for Barboza, man, I think he needs to go back to 155. I mean, I don't think this weight cut is, like, terribly hard for him, but he's so big for the division, and I just think that he's just, you know... I think he's got a better chance of getting wins at lightweight than featherweight is essentially what I'm trying to get to on that one. Um, but if he does go back to 155, I was thinking maybe someone like Nazareth Hackparast or something, you know, someone in the you know top 15, top 20, maybe Jim Miller or something. Um, you know, give him someone who he's going to have a fun fight with. Maybe not, you know, try to send him up to try to get a title shot or anything, but 
just plug him in there for fun fights. He's been around for a long time. He can still, you know, throw the crazy kicks and everything. So um, he'll be back. He'll be all right. Um, next fight, man, Kevin Holland and Alex Oliveira had a knockdown drag out for the time it lasted. Kevin Holland knocked the shit out of him in the second round and got the finish. There's so many damn matchups for him at 170, and I'm here for any of them. I'm a huge Kevin Holland fan. The names that I, you know people have been throwing out are the exact names I I want to see too. Michelle Pajera, you know Daniel Rodriguez, Nico Price. Um, Chaos, I think Chaos Williams is booked actually, but uh, I was thinking maybe too even Shavkat Rachmanov. Um, I think that's a fun matchup and such different style of dudes. Shavkat is, you know, kind of the, I don't think he taught, you know, he's not, not a big talker, you know, kind of keeps himself, but he's just silent assassin. And then you got big mouth <laughs> coming all and just talking all this shit. But, uh, yeah, he looked awesome at 170. Good to see him there. You know, it was awesome to see him win all the fights at 185, but it's 170 looks like his real weight class. Um, as for Cowboy Oliveira, you know, he's hasn't looked bad, but he hasn't looked great lately, and he hasn't been winning a ton of fights, but I don't think he's shot or a, a bad fighter or anything at this point stage in his career i just think you know he's getting older he's had a lot of crazy fights i'm thinking give him someone like jason witt or something you know i know witt's a wrestler and that isn't the most favorable matchup for Oliveira or for yeah cowboy Oliveira. but uh you know just don't give him a killer i'm not saying that jason witt isn't but he's not you know he's not fucking kevin holland <laughs> but uh anyhow and in our opening fight my new hero, Sergey Spivak, fucking smokes Greg Hardy. Man, I'm so happy to be wrong on this one. I thought Greg Hardy was going to be too big and too athletic for him. Spivak went in there, and it looked like, you know, big, tough football players first day at the MMA gym wanting to train. And they're like, okay, we're going to rough this guy up a little bit. And, man, he was getting in the clinch and tossing his ass around, got the mount and pounded the shit out of him, and it was beautiful it looked like a schoolyard beat down and the teacher pulled him off <laughs> you know i i'm thinking maybe alexander romanov maybe juan espino maybe arlovsky maybe or the winner of uh i'd like to see maybe the winner of rothwell and gustafson too i think that'd be cool that'd be a fun matchup but spivak you know the hero of the card um as for greg hardy he lost Fuck him. I don't care what he does. <laughs> I go to, you know, quit fighting. I don't give a shit. Don't beat up on women, you douchebag. <laughs> Anyhow, let's uh, get into the second half of this two-part extravaganza. Um, we're going to be covering uh, Tiago Santos and Magomed Ankalaev, um, their fight card that's coming up. Um, this is a fucking awesome fight card tomorrow night. Um, it's you know, stacked with a lot of fun fights. Um, let's get into the fucking picks. Main event, Tiago Santos and Magomed Ankalaev. Um, I'm going with Ankalaev. Uh, I think Santos, we've, I think he's past his prime. I think the lead up, when he went to, from 185 to 205 and all the way up to that 
you know, that John Jones fight, which he pretty, I think he kind of won that fight now. And he even did that with like a torn ACL in that fight. And I think from the change to 205 to that point, that was his peak. That was his prime. That was the best Thiago Santos we've seen. Not that he's not still good, but I think he's, you know, he should have, after seeing what Jamal Hill did to Johnny Walker, he should, I mean, they seem like they get along well and they're both, you know, fellow countrymen, but he should, he should have obliterated Johnny Walker now that the way I see, but anyhow, he just, he's still really good, big and athletic, but I think the, his style of fighting and that ACL tear really just messed his game up and he doesn't seem like the same fighter. Not that he's not good and still can't knock people out. I still think he's, you know, top fighter and one of the top fighters in this division. But Ankulaev is, I think he's got a bad style for Santos. And he is, look, he's looked crazy good. He's on this crazy streak. He's 15 and one. That's a little bit of recency bias, I know. But I, I just think he's, you know, his trajectory is up right now. And I don't see, I think Santos is a little bit on the downswing of his career. Not that he's, you know, shot or anything like that. But I just think Akulayev's going to take this one. And it's going to be fun. <laughs> um, coming event, Marlon Marais taking on uh, Song Yadong. This was a tough fight for me to pick. I'm a big fan of both of these guys. Marais and his UFC career is a little cursed. He's had some crazy knockouts, beat Jose Aldo in a really close fight. Um, his last fight started whooping old Marab Dvalishvili, and then Marab, he got tired, and Marab turned it on on him and put him away. Um, fucking knocked out the champ, Aljamain Sterling, with a head kick, like, uh, you know, a few years ago. But his career has just been so funky here, and he's been fighting for a long time. And I just think, you know, just like the last fight, I think Song Yidong's on the way up, and I think Rice, maybe not necessarily, kind of like Santos, not necessarily the way down, I should say, but... <laughs> Sorry, allergies. <laughs> but um, I just, you know... Oh, I don't know how to put this, I suppose. I just don't see him winning. I just see him still beating a lot of guys, but a fight like this, I mean, Song Yidong doesn't get tired, and he's crazy. I think it's going to be a war. I think it's going to be absolutely nuts, but I just think that Song Yidong's going to get the win, and, you know, Marais will come out looking good, I think, but he's just one of those guys, if he can't put you down early... If you can get him tired, it's, you know, it's tough for him. Um, next fight, yeah, I was talking about this earlier. Alex Caceres taking on Sadiq Yusuf. This was fucking tough to fight, too. I really like both of these guys. Um, I went with Sadiq Yusuf on this one. Um, Caceres, I love the dude. Bruce Lee Roy, big fan. But I just think that. You know, he's another guy I've been around a long, long time. And he's actually, honestly, in my opinion, this is the best he's looked in his career is this tear he's been on lately. And, I mean, he's definitely improved the most that we've seen in a long time. But I just think that Yusuf is a different kind of athlete. I think he gives up a little bit of size in this one. Yeah, he's got a little 
he's a little shorter, got a little bit, not much of a reach disadvantage, but Caceres is a long lanky dude, but I think Yusuf is powerful and athletic, and I think he's going to use his kickboxing game to really slow Caceres down out there. Um, next fight, we got a uh, light heavyweight fight, Khalil Roundtree taking on Carl Roberson. Um, this is the kind of fight I see Khalil Roundtree winning. Um, you know, Roberson's not a bad fighter, but I just think, you know, Roundtree, he's a freaking tank, and he's he's improved a lot throughout the years, too. He's not just a, you know, a bruiser or anything, so I got him winning. I mean, Carl Roberson freaking wasn't looking good at middleweight. He's coming up, so... I think that alone is, you know, the size. I think it's going to give him fits. Um, in our next fight, uh, lightweight fight, Drew Dober was supposed to be taking on Ricky Glenn, but um, he's out for whatever reason. Terrence McKinney stepping in short notice. I, I think I'm going with McKinney on this one. I mean, I don't think the odds favor him. I think, you know... Dover's probably got the better chance to win this, honestly, since McKinney's coming in short notice. But, I mean, his fight didn't last very long. He didn't take any damage, and he probably stayed in shape. But Dover's a freak athlete and a freak puncher, but McKinney, man, he's really impressed me in his last couple fights. They've been so fast, and he's got a lot of fast finishes. So, I mean, you know, why not, you know... I think this is a chance for him to really, you know, keep making a name for himself. So let's go. Let's pick him. I, you know, I like Drew Dober too, but I'm going with McKinney on this one. And uh, our opening fight, man, this is going to be brutal. 185, Bruno Silva taking on Alex Pajera. Um, Pajera's the dude that knocked out Stylebender and kickboxing. And Bruno Silva's been on this vicious knockout spree lately. Let's... I mean, he's on a five-fight win streak, and they're all knockouts. <laughs> you know, like, that is nasty. And, the, you know, he can get hit, he can take shots, but, man, he's got a crazy good record, too, 22-6. Pajeda's only 3-1, and one, but he's got a really crazy kickboxing record. I see this staying on the feet. I think Pajeda, just with that kickboxing advantage... I, I've I've got to pick him, but a lot of people have been saying Bruno Silva could this could be a good upset for him to win. So uh, this is going to be fun. This card too, and like the the prelims are really good too. I'm not going to really get into them too much, but this is an awesome card. Um, might be you know one of the best cards of the year, honestly, especially for one that's going to be on TV. So uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, uh, you know, hopefully the snow's over so I can get back to just doing uh, two episodes a week instead of these, you know, double banger showdowns or whatever I've been calling them. <laughs> um, not that I don't mind making these, but um, I just kind of like, you know, keeping them within the time frames of each other. But uh, that's pretty much all for me. Um, you guys, uh, shout me out to everyone you know. I'm on Spotify, um, Shed Dogs, D A W G S. Um, as for that, uh, keep on rocking in the free world. Shed dogs out.